0: Hey, Bayview family and friends, welcome to the Weekend Wednesday podcast, the podcast that brings the weekend worship into your midweek. My name is Minsu Kang, and I'm your host for this week's episode. With this being our first episode, I thought it'd be fitting to start off with a little introduction to myself and to share what my hopes are for this podcast. As I mentioned, my name is Minsu, and I've been a part of Bayview Glen for roughly a year now. It was the first church that I attended after moving back to my hometown of Toronto, after living in Vancouver for the past six years. Bayview has been an amazing space for me to connect with a community of believers, uh, really deepen my faith with Jesus, and experience his love in a totally different way. And I'm so thrilled to be hosting this podcast, because that is my desire for all of us here, to connect to God and to each other. And I pray that this podcast is a gift to you. I don't know if you can relate, but I get into these moments on Sundays where the worship and message are so powerful, and I feel this deep connection with God, and I want to carry that connection with God throughout my week. But whether it's school, work, deadlines, family, or internal wrestlings, the powerfulness of worship seems to fade by the midweek, maybe even by Monday morning. Can you relate to that? you feel this disconnection to God and crave to come back to a sense of connection with Him. The hope of this podcast is to be one avenue of re-engagement, a reorienting of your heart to God. My hope is that each episode will help you stay connected with God throughout that week. Whether you know it or not, worship isn't just for Sunday. We are called to remember the Lord at every moment. This podcast will take different forms as it develops, but for the next nine episodes, we'll be exploring the book of Esther together. I'll summarize the events of each chapter and outline how that chapter impacted me. Then, I will turn the tables to you, the listener. How does this chapter in Esther speak into your life today? What does God want to say to you this week, and how can you practically apply where he is leading you? As Pastor Terry mentioned, Esther is a unique book in the Bible in that it doesn't mention God once. But just because he isn't mentioned, it doesn't mean that he is not present. The book of Esther invites us to look for God's fingerprints, which may not be in plain sight, but can be found. And like the book of Esther, his fingerprints can be found in every event of your life, even if it doesn't seem that way. Do you believe that even if he is not quote-unquote mentioned in your life, he is still present? Throughout the next nine episodes, I'll be using a time in my life where I slowly saw the fingerprints of God in a situation where he didn't seem present at all. What I'm hoping for you is that as we explore the book of Esther together, God would do the same in your story. I'm convinced that after studying this book that there is no such thing as luck, coincidence, chance, or manifesting your own reality. It is God and his sovereignty that works. As Romans 8:28 says, for the good of those who love him, who've been called according to his purposes. If we look closely enough, we can see the fingerprints of God all over our lives. If you're ready, let's dive into a short recap of Esther chapter 1. Esther chapter 1 is an introduction to the surroundings that the people of Israel found themselves in an introduction to where God's movements will be put on display. We pick up the story a hundred years after the people of Israel, God's people, have been exiled from the promised land because of their disobedience. They are now under the rule of a Persian empire. Talk about a tough situation to be in. I'm sure we all know what it feels like to be in a state of disobedience. Among so many different emotions, one thing is for sure. God feels so distant. This Persian empire is ruled by a king named Xerxes. He is described as a man of great power and great wealth. He seems to have it all. We read of him hosting a party for 187 days, where he's showing off his wealth and letting the drinks flow. I don't know if you're quick with math, but 187 days is just a little over 6 months. A party that lasted 6 months. I can't imagine how much that costs. The drunkenness of this party was guided by one rule. There is no compulsion. It was a culture of do as you see fit. In addition to Xerxes wanting to show off his wealth, he also demanded that his wife, Queen Vashti, be brought to his banquet and be put on display. Surprisingly, Vashti refuses to obey the king. This was scandalous to do. To go against the king's orders? Who would do such a thing? and what would become of this queen. In order that this behavior would not be repeated or be set as a precedent throughout the empire, Xerxes removes Vashti from her throne and makes a law that all women of his empire will respect their husbands from the least to the greatest. This was sort of like a men rule, but not in a Christian sense. In reading this first chapter of Esther, I saw God's fingerprints in Vashti's courage to stand up to the king's orders. Vashti is swimming in a culture where all the king's orders are obeyed and followed through with. Nobody dared to do otherwise. But here's Vashti doing the unthinkable. This removal of Vashti as queen was a pivotal moment in the book of Esther. Without her removal, other key events could not take place. But because Vashti was removed, This allowed for the unfolding of God's plans. I think it would be easy to look past this event as something trivial. A king punishing a subordinate. That happens in so many stories and books. But if we have eyes to see, something more significant is going on. Have you ever looked at a situation in your life in a similar way? Whether you're in it right now, or it was something in your past, This situation left you asking, what was the point of that? I definitely have. As I touched on in my introduction, in 2016, I moved to Vancouver and was given the opportunity to work with a Christian organization. I looked at this opportunity with rose-colored glasses. I was going to live in one of the most beautiful cities in Canada, staring at mountains forever and doing the will of God. It was going to be amazing. And it was an amazing time. Yet what I wasn't prepared for was the hardest season of my life thus far. In moving to Vancouver, I was removed from all my community and the distractions that I knew in Toronto. Vancouver was a tough city to make lasting friendships in. And no matter how hard I tried, I was experiencing deep loneliness. And I've experienced loneliness before, but this definitely felt different. It was a loneliness that really altered my personality, and I found myself living with a sense of hopelessness. There were many moments where I'd cry out to God and ask, What's going on? Why am I here? Where are you and what are you doing? And even though there were moments of feeling the presence of God, this season of my life was filled more with silence and confusion than anything else. Yet. Just like Vashti being removed from her position as queen, me moving to Vancouver was an essential, pivotal moment to where I'm at today, to how I know and experience God today. I've told many of my friends that I would not be the person that I am today if the season of Vancouver did not happen. I'll be providing more details of this personal experience as the episodes continue, but I want to ask you when you reflect on your life, whether it's a past or present situation, what event sticks out to you as significant, but possibly confusing? Random? Devoid of God even? Maybe there was a situation in your past where you just shrugged it off and chalked it up to chance. Rather than choosing to see the significance of it, you chose to take the out-of-sight, out-of-mind approach. Or maybe you held on to an event in your past Knowing full well it had an effect on who you are today, but you are still left perplexed on God's purpose for it. Or maybe you're in a situation right now where you're asking yourself, Where is God? Can God even be present here? What is He doing? Perhaps these questions have left you angry with God, confused as to whether He has your good in mind. Is anything standing out to you? Is there a person? Event, hurt, or regret that has brought you to where you are today, but you are unable to see the fingerprints of God there? I encourage you to keep these situations in mind as we dive deeper into the book of Esther. We'll be coming back to this story with each episode. My prayer is that God, in the next nine weeks, will reveal to you not only his purpose for those events, but also how his love and presence were with you all along. I encourage you to hold on to the hope that even if your surroundings seem bleak, God is present in them. I encourage you to believe that even if you're not seeing God, past or present, he is still working behind the scenes. My hope is that he would reveal to you his fingerprints all over your life. If identifying a situation is difficult, I would encourage you this week to ask God to reveal a time in your life where you desire to see his fingerprints in. If you would like the Bayview Glen Church family to pray alongside you this week, you can submit your prayer request to bayviewglen.org prayer. It is our hope that you would not miss seeing the movements and workings of God. I'm so excited for God to reveal himself to each and every one of you. All right, baby community, that's it for me. Thank you for taking the time in your week to tune in. I pray that you are impacted as we engage in worship throughout the week, and I look forward to diving even deeper into what God is doing with you all. See you next week on Weekend Wednesday.